Welcome to Affiliate Buzz, the longest-running program on affiliate marketing. James and Arlene Martell are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene. Hi, it's James Martell here, and yes, welcome to edition number 423 of the Affiliate Buzz, where we've been keeping affiliates inspired, informed, and motivated to succeed with affiliate programs since 2003. If you're joining us live here today on Cranberry.fm, it's great to have you with us. If you're joining us through a podcast on your smartphone, tablet, computer, or Wi-Fi radio, a very special welcome to you as well. Arlene is away today, however, not to worry, because I do have a very special guest joining us today, Michelle Held, entrepreneur, author, and consultant with over 18 years of experience in the digital marketing space. And today, we're going to be tackling such questions, such as, what social media platforms uh, do you belong on? How do you know if you're in the right spot? What should you be posting? How to determine what's resonating with your audience? What you need to do to get more sales, we're going to talk about paid social. I'm going to ask uh, Michelle if she wouldn't mind sharing some of her recommended tools as well. Now, Michelle is a video partner uh, slash vlogger with Entrepreneur Magazine's YouTube channel, Entrepreneur Network. She is the author of Pinterest Tutorial and the upcoming Build Your Business Presence Online. Follow Michelle on her blogs at uh, metrony.com and pintalk.net. Michelle serves as a consultant to clients on topics such as digital marketing and project management. Her company, Metro NY LLC, specializes in customized digital marketing strategy, social media marketing, and search engine optimization. As a speaker, Michelle conducts seminars and training sessions on social media and web technologies. She was a featured speaker at NY Now Gift Show, PubCon, South Florida's Marketers Association, and Affiliate Summit West. And she will be speaking at Affiliate Summit East, I do believe, uh, coming up at the end of July and early August. Uh, Michelle okay. also earned her bachelor's degree in engineering at Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute. And, of course, Michelle, welcome to the Affiliate Buzz. Thank you, James. I love that introduction. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, before we, I mean, of course, you and I had a, had a chance to have a great chat before we get on the show today, and I know listeners are going to love what you have to share. Before we get into talking about the, the nuances of social media and how to determine what platform we should be on and, you know, how to know if we're doing, if we're in the right spot and what should we be posting, all the, all the classic questions I'm sure you get over and over again, take a couple minutes, if you would, and just... Give us a little bit about your background and uh, tell us about in, in, your professional world. Surely. So my degree is in engineering and I did work as a chemi uh, in mixed waste and nuclear facilities for some time. And then I always, I always blame it on my senior year teachers back in college because uh, – the only computer around then was uh, a Mac that was in production, and one of our friends had one, and that was it. Uh, when we had to go and use a mainframe, which was in a church that our school had purchased and converted into our computer center. And I remember our senior year of college where I swear that every professor said, you know, you guys just don't have enough computer experience. And we said, yeah, because there aren't any. That's, that's uh, how old I am. And... Somehow my career took that path where I just 
adored databases and working with computers and, and love that, um, the syntax of it and evolved from doing field engineering into databases, which somehow turned into databases that were online, then turned into search engine optimization and then social media comes in. It helps out with social and now I'm really all about social media at this point. And uh, this day-to-day or week-to-week or year-to-year changes that we're always playing keep up with what Google or Facebook or Twitter tells us that we have to do this month to to uh, have a presence and to actually make some sales online. It's interesting. I, I get a chance to talk to many businesses, uh, business owners like you do. And do you find that they have, uh, I guess you'd call it almost a love-hate relationship with, uh, let's, let's talk <laughs> about social media. Yes. Yeah, so you have a I have a love-hate relationship with Google and the gods. You have it with Facebook. Uh, and, you know, now I feel like we're being played with a little bit with Instagram as well. Um, Pinterest pretty pretty good to their users. Twitter as well. It's a little friendlier, less hostile environment, but. Facebook, yeah, we're spending a lot of time figuring out how to game the organic system the same way you do with Google and search engine optimization. And I was in search when Yahoo was king. And I would love to see Yahoo as king of search again. And that is not looking like it's going to happen at all. And it's a shame. I, it's a real shame. <laughs> let's let's <laughs> talk about uh, platforms and how would you help a company or how should we be thinking about the various platforms and how do we determine which ones we should be focused on for our individual businesses? Do you have any, any help for us there? For sure. So I have clients right now that are range from one that's doing 1.3 million a month in sales. And that comes from a very broad marketing uh, strategy. It's not just all about social. And then I have people that are complete startups and there are locals, mom and pops, and they want to know how they get started. Since, you know, Facebook is the largest social network on the planet, I usually point everyone in that direction. But how you work on building your audience there, it depends on exactly what you sell, where you sell it, how you sell it. And then I at least advise people to have a presence on LinkedIn. The groups are not as effective as they used to be, but they should at least have, think of it as your website and a business card, at least be there as a person so you can connect with others and your company should be there as well. How much you make out of that depends on whether you're B2B, B2C. And then from there, then it depends, you know, who is your audience is the question. Who's, who's your likely buyer? Is your buyer really who you think it is? And if you are someone who has a walk-in business where your customers come in through a door, then you, you know that. But online, it may not be the case. So you, you have to pay attention to your data. And then we can choose others, Pinterest, Twitter. Uh, but it also depends on how much time and effort you want to put into it and what, what can you really do, right? And so the common question I got, we spoke about this, is, hey, what platform should I be on? And then the second common thing I hear is, I only have so much time in a day. I only have so much money. What what can I do? So I tell people, pick two, maybe three. If you have someone who can help you out, if you can afford to hire someone or you can be very disciplined and schedule posts and interact and not get uh, not make it a huge time sucker for you. And that can be challenging if that's a big part of your customer service. Uh, and it has to be part of your customer service. So that's that's how you choose. Who's your audience? What are you trying to sell? And how do you sell it? Is it really online? Or you're trying to get a phone call? You're trying to get someone to come into your store? Uh, so that's uh, another thing to define is what what's a conversion for you? 
Let's talk about this 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 time issue that you mentioned. Yeah, and it's something that I think businesses, many business owners, need to make a serious mental shift in the way they're looking at these social media networks and what amount of time they should be spending on them. I think. I think. Would you say that? Many business owners really haven't connected the dots yet that there really is a, a viable market here and there's business to be had and there's business to be lost if they're not paying attention to social. For, yeah, absolutely. And that's a tough uh, – I actually, I, when I did Affiliate Summit East in 2015, I gave a speech about ROI. I've done a video about ROI, your return on investment, and it's a real challenge with social media. It's a challenge to track it 100%. But the tough sell can be for the business owner, your, your CMO, CEO. They want to see those numbers. They've got sales goals to make, and they want to see that my dollar in gives me $3 out. And that can be very tough, if not impossible, sometimes with social media. So we're looking to track through uh, our sale and then really show the business how they can actually make money but what you're asking is they can also lose money so if you have a social presence or you have no social presence you go put up a few accounts and then you don't pay attention to them maybe you put up a few posts maybe you build an audience and then your customers get online ask you a technical question ask how do I return something and you heaven forbid ignore them that can be devastating to you because uh I saw a study that came out this week. It said one-third, so 33% of the millennial age customer will just leave you, drop you just like that, like a bad habit, should you ignore them on social media. So we don't want to lose our customers, and we know that we're, we're in a different age. Word of mouth matters. Online reviews matter. How you interact or don't interact on social media, that all matters, and that feeds right into your bottom line. It can hurt your bottom line as well. So it's important to be there, have a good presence, but respond to your customers, good or bad. We are here with Michelle Held, uh, video vlogger, video partner with Entrepreneur Magazine's YouTube channel, uh, on the Entrepreneur Network, and of course uh, the the founder of MY, uh, sorry Metro NY LLC. And uh, when we return, we will ask Michelle uh, to talk a little bit about how to know what we should be posting and how to determine what resonates with your audience. We'll do that and more right after the break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising? Or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at wmetraining.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investments. 
So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today, however, not to worry. I'm here with Michelle Held from Metro NY LLC. Now, Michelle, let's talk about, uh, you mentioned before the break, who is your likely buyer and how it may be different online and how you may need to be thinking differently than you are maybe in the more brick and mortar world. Could you, could you elaborate on that a little bit more? Sure. So we, uh, I'll take an example. So I love examples. Um, one of my clients right now is selling a beauty product. And so we are actually doing paid social with this. We put up an ad and we have a target. So that's a way for you to save money on, on these paid ads is really having a well-defined target. And we, we decided that the target age range would be 35 years old plus and female. And so it, and it didn't, the campaign's not doing that well. So it turns out, so I, I opened up the age range uh, and I picked up lower and it turned out that more than 50% of the buyers were 25 to 30. So we excluded them accidentally. And it was actually a surprise. I am truly surprised that this product has appealed to that age range. So what's very important is that once you start building an audience, and it's tough, so how do you build an audience when you don't know who your audience is? As you get a following going, uh, you, you, know, you put your products out there, you want to include on social things, other things of interest to your audience, and then go in and look at your data. The, if you have Google Analytics running on your website, you can get some starter data there. And then once you build your social media following, go into your Facebook insights and go into your, your Twitter data and look and see what is your average audience. Twitter does a really nice job breaking out data, very easy to read, and it'll tell you what their interests are, male, female, age range. Uh, Facebook has insights in there too, all kind. It'll tell you uh, country of origin, male, female, also age range. Great breakouts there. So you, then you can choose and then you can really understand, am I, am I actually on the right platform? What time of day are my users on? Who are they? Uh, and choose what products are going to appeal to them. So you can use multiple social platforms but maybe the campaign and the products I choose to market on Twitter, they're not quite the same as what I would choose on Facebook. I'm going to be on brand and have still my stock product brand or service, but the way I show it to you or when or which, which if I have multiple products, so, you know, say I have like 200 SKUs, which ones go on which social platform may depend on who the audience is there. So you want, you don't want, to, you want to appeal to them. And you may find that you do a lot of marketing on Facebook, but when the customers have an issue, they come to Twitter and, and carry it out there because it is a little easier to have a conversation on Twitter. Even though we're down to 140 characters, mm. uh, I find that customer service issues tend to go out on Twitter regardless of the age range of, of the audience. And that's just so the way it goes. 
it's I've had something very interesting happen to me in this whole area of social media recently and I I, I <laughs> most most of my world is online so I don't usually interact live with customers I, I just, mm-hmm. just because there are my my customers are everywhere but I I happen to handle the social media for a little pub in our area here nice. and I've done it now for probably three, four, probably five years, I guess. And it's been fun, interesting. And I've had a chance to kind of play with it a little bit. But the most amazing thing to me about, and I'm primarily talking about Facebook in this case, is how absolutely appreciative the audience is when you take care of them online and you keep them up to date. And I hear all the time, thank you for the updates. And I probably heard this probably eight or ten different times in the pub from people who know I take care of it. And so these are real people, aren't aren't they? I know sometimes we we have this feeling that there's us and then there's this kind of this cloud (laughs) of maybe our customers kind of, sort of. But these are real people. They appreciate being kept up to date, don't they? They do. Uh, I went to a a talk where I heard the speaker talk about customers don't really want to speak to you. They don't want to talk to us. They want to talk to us through Twitter, through Facebook, and they use it as their customer support. So they do want to be taken care of. And it, and sometimes it can be uh, a big time consumer for you as the business owner, but it could also be a time saver because if some, you know, if one or two people have the same question, there's probably 10 other your clients or customers out there that have a similar question. So that public, that answer is public, you post it and it may take care of more people than you know, but it shows that you're, you're live, you have a pulse, that you care, you care enough to respond, and uh, that they're going to become loyal customers if they can post to you on social and then you're going to get back to them within a reasonable time frame, too. That's also very important. Four hours uh, would be on the long side. So, you know, they want it. We want it now. We want it online. We want it on demand. That's why services like Uber are popular because I can I can get what I want and I can get it right now. And then the social media can help you. And if you ignore them, it could hurt you as well. What should what should we be posting? <laughs> it, it depends on what you have, right? I always tell people um, you've got to you've got to do a mix. It can't be the me me me. Here's my products. Here's my products. If I say your pub, right? You're going to post post things. What your pub, what they have on their menu. Maybe if they have live music, so they have kinds of neat events. But they could also include things in their community that's going around. Uh, if there's uh, like a community festival, or they're out stuff that's going around in, in the township or or the province. Whatever is going on around them, so really include the people and show that they participate in the community and it's not just all about their their selves. I'm doing a promotion for a local event, which is having trouble. They were starting to die out and it's a business networking event. So I took over their promotion and they asked, they asked the same question, like, what do, what do we post? And they're, they're a little boring, right? They do one event, one, one speaker, once a month. So they were posting one thing once a month. And it's a dead Facebook account the rest of the month. So we included a few more things about the speaker's bios, what's going on around them because they're right in downtown Philadelphia where I'm located. So there are other things there. They're associated with a few other nonprofits. So we included them in. So the nonprofits will talk about them as well. Spotlight on some of their members. So it's important to Post what you have for sale or for service, whatever your offerings are. But it's also important to include related things that don't compete against you, but that the same audience would be interested in. 
For example, if you're selling cosmetics, you might want to give a little more health and beauty tips about drinking how much water per day or exercise or fitness, other things that contribute to that same goal, which is uh, feeling good, looking good. And you just got to, you have to figure out, you know, people who own businesses, they know what their customers are interested in. It's a little tough to put it in writing sometimes, but they get the hang of it. Now I'm here with Michelle Held uh, of N- Metro NY LLC. Uh, she's an 18-year digital marketing pioneer. We can put that label on you for sure. And uh, <laughs> when we return, I'll ask Michelle to recommend some tips on paid social. She mentioned one before the break, having a well-defined target uh, audience. Uh, we'll ask a little bit more about that and also some other tips in the paid area. We'll be right back. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Is buying something that is made in the USA important to you? How do you know that it really is made in the USA? Certified Inc. is the only supply chain audit company on the planet which qualifies country of origin labeling. If it's important to you as a consumer to know where the products you buy and use in your own home come from, then it's also important for your customers. Visit us at madeinusa.net and find out more. Go to madeinusa.net because it's that. Important. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today. However, not to worry, I'm here with Michelle Held, uh, an 18-year digital marketing pioneer. And now let's, let's continue this conversation on social. It's very interesting, and I know... Just because of the businesses I get to talk with, this is really some of them are really good at this, and they've they've embraced it, and they got great stories to tell. Others, this is still a bit of a sore spot, and one of the things we talk about <laughs> locally here is the internet has actually thrown a real monkey wrench into many businesses, uh, especially at the local level, because they were so used to newspaper, uh, local radio coupon books, all the traditional older forms of advertising, which of course are no longer performing nearly like they used to. And in fact, many of them have disappeared uh, just because the eyeballs have shifted from the those older publications, of course, to the online world. Uh, but they were used to spending money. They were used to spending money on their on their newspaper ads and the various things that they would do, coupons, all that. So they've got a budget here. Where should, and you talked a little bit about paid social before the break, right? kind of bring us up to date on where we should be thinking about spending money, what we should be looking at. 
Yeah, sure. So we want to, if, if you have, a, say you're going to choose Facebook or maybe even Twitter and you don't have much of an audience, uh, if you have time to build up a following, say you're, you're starting up a business and you're going to get going, you have time to work on your social presence as the business gets going, or maybe you don't because you're, you're running into a low sales period, you, you need to save this business, you might want to get into paid social. So the way to really make that profitable for you is to narrow down the target. So we mentioned in that one example, the client was narrowing the target down by selling only to women because it was a women-targeted product, and then also by age range. They assumed that it would appeal to older women when, in fact, it actually appealed to a pretty broad range. But definitely, women was the right target. Uh, in the example of your pub, we want to we want to target that down to say people who are within a certain radius because people are probably not going to come from a couple hundred kilometers away to go out to dinner. Maybe they will if it's fabulous, but probably not because local local place. Uh, my event that's in Philadelphia, uh, that one's a little more challenging because people do commute far in. So we would have a little. We change our target there by how far away they live or work, uh, what they do for a living. I could go for income level. Uh, Facebook offers so many targeting options that uh, you can really experiment with what works out for you and, and track it. Tracking is very, very important. You want to track an AdWords, but when you're running a social campaign, and they have their own kind of tracking. Uh, you have cross-device tracking. Um, Facebook can uh, figure out that you are actually logged in on your phone, but when you didn't actually complete the action, you didn't buy from a particular Facebook ad until you got home. You went to your laptop and actually bought from there, and then we'll, it'll track that across the two devices. So we want to narrow by target on who our likely customer is, what our Facebook insights are telling us. So the goal there is to save money and not lose your shirt by just having this massive uh, um, target. I, I can give you a quick example. I had a client. They were selling very, very luxurious travel in Spain, all European travel. They had their Facebook uh, ad campaign just full bore across the United States and U.K., and I said, you know, who really can afford this? This stuff is like $5,000 U.S. and up a night. It is very expensive. <laughs> you really could really narrow this target down. And in thinking the high-end cities, you know, Washington, D.C., Miami, Los Angeles, uh, all those ones we know that uh, can af actually afford what you are uh, selling because I can't afford that. And <laughs> so you, you want to get me out of your target. And that's a great example of how you have to narrow that down. And they were just bleeding money on this campaign. And so wow. just changing their target made a world of difference for them that they could actually sell and not burn out their budget by noon every day because it was um, just way, way too too broad. I'm sure it would be that would be <laughs> the credit card would be melting on the other end. <laughs> so 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 you mentioned the importance of tracking and that's yeah. the beautiful thing about being online. We can usually track just about everything if not everything in this world. What uh what what are some f some of your favorite tools I guess for tracking or just for generally managing uh the online space here in in social? Yeah, so social all around uh, if I'm actually auditing someone for their social presence, which is a real topic, so if I'm auditing them, I do use SEMrush, and I so I'll, I'll go through somebody's website and their social campaigns by hand first, and just see what I see as a human being, and, and get an idea of what the average user is seeing, and then I go and I 
I look to see if they have any imposter accounts around, if someone is impersonating them, trying to steal business, saying anything bad, uh, bad reviews. Then I use SEMrush to help track their competitors because I get logins to my clients' accounts, but I want to see what their competitors are doing. How big is the audience? How engaged is the audience? Does a particular type of post resonate with them more than another kind? Uh, I For content, if I'm for posting uh, my own content, I use Bundle Post, which is a nice service. I think there might actually be in Vancouver. I'm not sure. Mm. It might be near you or maybe he's in Seattle. And I use that to gather content and queue it up. And then I go through every night and I pick what I'm going to post. And these are for my personal accounts. That's my posting. Mm-hmm. I use Hootsuite to schedule. Uh, what else do I use? I've used Rival IQ to help with audits. I love their reporting. It tells you where you stand. It can point out an issue. For example, if you have, you're not engaged with your users, it'll tell you, hey, you getting, you're getting like 30 notifications a day. You're responding to maybe one or two. You're, you're missing out on this engagement with your customers. And it makes them mad, right? So they leave. You bet. Um, what else? Um, I go right in and look at my Facebook insights by hand and check those out. I don't have any reporting set up on that. I know a lot of people love Buffer. That's a favorite. I don't use that one. So I have Hootsuite Bundle Post. Those are my two for posting. SEM Rush I use for auditing, Rival IQ also for auditing, Bundle Post to help me with the, the queuing. What else do I have going on? I have a few subscriptions. And I used to use Social Bro. I like that one too. Um, Hootsuite's kind of expanding what they do. So those are my main ones. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's great. What uh, do us, we're, I can see we're coming up against the clock here. Tell us about uh, the services that you offer and where our listeners can learn more about uh, and reach out to you and what you do. Sure. I have my uh, Pinterest blog, which is completely about Pinterest. And then I have my original site, which, which is metrony.com. If you shoot an email through the contact forms there, it ends up right in my inbox. Um, uh, I'm obsessed with Pinterest. So I've been a fan. I started blogging about it just because I was fascinated. And I'm completely in the average demographic for that site, right? So it completely appealed to me. I, I went for it. Uh, Metro and Y, my original site. You can, and you can, uh, if you tweet me, I respond to that the same day. <laughs> I five years ago I was at Twitter. That is so stupid. I would never. And I love Twitter. I read all my news there. I communicate there. And again, I'm in the average age range for that. I'm on Facebook as well. I have pages up, and you can find them through my site. Um, but Twitter is a really good way to get a hold of me, and I'm very responsive there. I find, I have to say, I find that direct messages on Twitter almost always spam. Um, those, the notifications, like if you write, write to me in the clear, those are usually genuine people. Wow. Michelle, mm-hmm. I could see uh, we're out of time. I want to thank you very much for joining us and sharing all your social media knowledge and, uh, and your background. Muchly appreciated. Thank you, James. This is really nice. And to our Good listeners, job. keep... Keep in mind that uh, if there's anything here, Michelle mentioned that you missed, and I'm sure you picked up a ton, uh, that we do take all the show notes for you, including uh, links uh, to everything we mentioned here today. And you can find the show notes for this episode at jamesmartell.com forward slash AB423. I also, as usual, invite you to come out and hang out with us here live every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific time here on cranberry.fm for the affiliate buzz. And a final reminder that if you'd like to be alerted each week to new episodes, I invite you to subscribe to the affiliate buzz by sending a blank email to affiliate underscore buzz at aweber.com. 
Michelle, thanks again. And to our listeners, thanks for listening to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. 